Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secret Birds HQ podcast. And this is podcast episode number 62. And today we are joined by Chanel Arimili. Hello, Chanel. Good morning, Joanne. How are you over there in China? I'm doing very well. And hello to you over there in Austin, Texas. Yes. Beautiful morning. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. It's such a pleasure to have you on this morning, this evening for me, this morning for you. I'm really excited to, um, to have our discussion. So a little bit about Chanel. Chanel is the founder of UHT. She is a transformational consultant, manifestation mentor, international speaker, author, and workshop facilitator. Uh, Chanel's signature approach to transforming lives masterfully couples science and spirituality with personal and professional development. Her transformational process converges the science of physiology, neuroscience, psychology, and quantum physics with the age-old wisdom of consciousness and spirituality to create quantum leaps in transforming lives. Her spiritual depth and intuition facilitate the return to one's true essence bringing forth a whole new meaning to reintegrating mind, body, life, and beyond. Chanel passionately devotes her time to awakening, inspiring, empowering, and guiding individuals to reclaim their power to live an abundant life with health, wealth, love, joy, and success. She stands to believe that anything is possible. As a transformational consultant, a manifestation mentor, an entrepreneur, an author, and a speaker, as well as a trainer and facilitator in life transformation. She works with clients all around the world, transforming lives by teaching powerful techniques to co-create miracles. And she is a graduate of UC Berkeley in California with a bachelor's degree in physiology, and she's received her master's degree in physical therapy. After years of clinical practice, she climbed the corporate ladder in hospitality management administration, or hospital management, rather, and administration yeah. as director of clinical services with an active role on the steering committee for strategic planning before beginning her entrepreneurial journey, doing what she loves and touching lives worldwide. Her extensive postgraduate training, coupled with her personal journey of healing, and life transformation are the cornerstones of her work, and she's a thought leader and visionary, push, a visionary pushing the envelope for change and leading individuals to activate their full potential. That's a lot. It's very impressive, Chanel. Well, thank you, Joanne. <laughs> I didn't. I'm reading it. I'm thinking, wow. <laughs> I'm very excited to have our chat. So today, Chanel is going to share with us when science and spirituality converge, miracles happen. Transform your life now, which is your specialty, obviously. And uh, we're all excited to hear your thoughts on that. So welcome, welcome. Well, thank you, Joanne, for that beautiful introduction. Um, it was such a pleasure to meet you at the conference in New Delhi. Yes, it was. Um, it, was. it was a beautiful connection. Um, really just a joy to meet such amazing women um, all around the world. It was just such a delight. So thank you for the connection that we have made. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. And look forward to both of us and so many of us continuing to move forward to empower other individuals as well on their journeys. And that is exactly what you and I are here doing 
slightly differently, but still with the same purpose. Definitely. And with, and with the same goals in mind. And I think that's what's so beautiful about, um, about WEF in India is that we've, we've all got shared values and, and, and shared goals. So it's, it's always easy to connect with people who you know are sort of on the same wavelength, which is nice. Yes, it is. It's wonderful. And I recall as you and I, um, I think you had attended one of the workshops. Yes, yes. That I was running, and in that workshop, um, we talked a lot about happiness and body and soul. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, I really, re- it's so interesting because before you invited me on this podcast, when we met at that workshop, at the end of the workshop, you had mentioned something, and I thought, oh, what a delightful way for her to, to appreciate this, this deep connection. As we were talking and you said, well, how is it, Chanel, that science and spirituality converge? Like, what is that? How does that really work? Yeah, because like I said, they, they're all, they always seem to be on the opposite sides of, of the spectrum. Exactly, exactly. So um, it kind of, you know, there's so many ways for me to explain it. Mm. And, but what, what showed up during that visit that you and I had after the workshop was was um, actually touched me as well. I w- and I, of course, know that it didn't come from me, but rather through me. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember saying this, and I want to just share this before I you know, go into the details of, of the science and spirituality behind transformation yeah. and why it actually allows us to accelerate our healing and our, and our changing of our lives. And I think I had mentioned that when science, that I actually feel that science is just modern day spirituality. Oh, and wow. it showed up, yeah, I, I think it's shown up just because we have spent thousands of years moving further and further away from our heart space and our spirit and our soul, mm. and further and further and deeper and deeper into our heads, mm. into our minds. And in order for those in, in the world today to really accept some of the stuff that's been around for thousands and thousands of years, mm. I think that science is what's bridging that gap. And I don't believe that they're separate entities. I don't believe that science and spirituality are separate. Mm. I actually think they're one and the same. They've just shown up. Uh, science is only about 300 years old Mm. and you know our spiritual wisdom is well over 5,000 years old and beyond Mm. yeah and you know so you can just see how over the eons if as humans we've gotten so stuck in our head that we can't really get into that spirit soul heart space easily to be able to grasp the concepts and the spiritual laws that could allow us to accelerate um, changing our lives for the best. So, you know, it really showed up for me, Joanne. If you don't mind, I could share a really short 
you know, story about my past that oh, led me to understand. Please do. I want you to. <laughs> I was just about to say, okay. can you share your story? Because I remember you shared it with us and it was really powerful. And it's a story that a lot of people and women in particular, I think, can relate to um, sort of their um, spiritual awakening or reawakening or however you want to um, to coin, uh, coin it as a term. But yes, please do share sort of where you are, where you are now and where you were before, just your background and just give us a little bit about, about who you are. Information. Okay. Thank yes. you. Yes, I would, I would love to. Okay. And if I share the story or not, if, as I share the story, the intention is really um, not about me as much as it is about, and you said it well, it's about inspiring motivating and reawakening potential within people because stories, real life stories help us um, to see possibilities that we couldn't see. Yeah. And so, you know, I would love for the listeners to really understand that it's just a story. And, but everybody's story is so important and it has so much power in it. So it's how we, move forward with that story that actually allows us to either live the life that we're here and intending to live or being stuck in health issues, relationship issues, financial issues. So the idea is if we allow our challenges in our life to really truly, I know it sounds so cliche-ish, but if we could allow our challenges to truly be seen as gifts that are coming to us so that we can actually live the life that we're here to live. Um, That's the first piece. You know, we all are human and nobody wants struggle. Nobody wants challenges. Nobody wants that. I surely didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, I, I, I share this story in that I kind of grew up with what I would call quote unquote, a perfect life. You know, we moved from India when I was very young. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just my mom, my dad, and myself. We came to a foreign country, knew nothing. You know, and this was back in the late 60s. -hmm. And so there was, you know, not a lot of communication. The internet was not there. Cell phones were not there. So when you leave your country, you really leave. I mean, you really leave behind a lot. It's not like today, technology and all the, the interconnectedness. Yeah, it's very different. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we came, and I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't need to get into all of the details of the challenges and struggles that were faced. Um, but what I would say is I was blessed with a really, really good life in that my parents did very well for themselves. Mm. Um, I had everything that I needed growing up, um, was, you know, educated. Was the successful immigrant story. Yes, the successful immigrant story. It was all perfect. Mm. Um, Then I had that perfect part of my life that showed up where I fell in love with this most amazing man, and I am still with him 25 years later. Congratulations. I know. We just (laughs) celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary. So, yes, see, it does... Wow. And, and, and even that we've gone through, you know, transformation. There's been a lot of healing um, and transformation, even in that relationship. Of course, yeah. Uh, absolutely. 
but I, you know, got married. I moved to Austin, Texas from California and was working. And, you know, I mean, everything was going very well. Had a corporate, corporate job and was climbing the corporate ladder of success and gosh, gave birth to two absolutely adorable children. So, I mean, really the perfect life. I was lean. I was vegetarian. I was fit. I was active. Really a story that I think some people really can relate to. And then mm. boom, boom. It's, it's like out of nowhere mm. came a cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And truly a huge wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Now, in my case, I think I didn't heed all of the other calls that were coming my way. There were some taps from the universe. Mm-hmm. There were some messages. Um, I was having recurrent sinus infections, low back issues prior to my diagnosis, but I was too busy. Life was too full. There was too much going on, and there was just no time for paying attention to those things. Mm-hmm. But clearly, my soul, my spirit, the universe collaboratively had a different plan in mind. Mm. And that wake-up call, Joanne, yes, as scary as it was, and I can't lie, that is scary, many, many people, especially women, Mm -hmm. who are, you know, looking to make big changes in their life, Do not be afraid. Do not push away the challenges that come because those challenges are showing up so that you can actually finally align with the life that you're here to live. Definitely. They're just, they're just signs of of where you need to be, but we often ignore them. Career changes, relationship changes, all sorts of changes that we should make. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we do ignore them, but when, we take the time to say, I'm, I'm done. I'm done ignoring the messages that are coming. I have to stop. And in my case, I had to stop. I mean, that wasn't a question. It wasn't a pimple. <laughs> um, you know, that was going to stop me in my tracks, but it was something bigger and I had to stop. But that ended up becoming the catalyst for an entirely new business that changes lives, that's changed my life, and it's still changing my life in a really amazing way. And you've healed now, so I imagine you're the cancer in remission. I am doing well, very, very well, and I have to say that, again, and for everybody, we are on an evolutionary journey. I don't know if it's a destination. I don't believe so. I believe that we will continue to see beautiful scenery along the way and every now and then we will hit road bumps. But if we all can sit in acceptance of that, Joanne, Mm. that all of this is really just a process of improving our life and improving the world, how could we turn that away? Like, why would we turn that away? So from that experience, over that's just about a decade ago mm-hmm. was born not just born a new business because what happened is I began to comb the ends of the world all ends of the world 
for alternative healing modalities, practices. And when one thing after another wasn't working well, I had to dig deeper. And in digging deeper, I began to see where science and where spirituality actually come together. So that would lead us right into where you started me, which is, you know, I, there are a lot of business coaches, a lot of relationship coaches, a lot of life coaches, but how is this different? Like, how is what I'm doing different? And I'd say that what's different, and it came out of necessity for survival for myself, is the techniques that I've employed And it is, it's using the quantum field. It's understanding neuroplasticity of our brain. Mm. It's understanding our body's physiology because my background has been in science. So that came easy to me. But during the healing journey, when the science, quote unquote, part of it wasn't creating the resolution. So I was doing one, you know, the science of, of whether it's surgery, medicine, Um, But also alternative science, as in herbs, that's all got a molecular density. I was was doing all of those things. And and then I wondered, what's not working here? What's going on? And then I started touching on, oh, there's emotional healing and spiritual healing. And what is all this? Mm. So I started down that path thinking that it was separate, that I was doing something different, just like you suggested that they feel as if they're two separate entities. Yeah. And then as I did more and more work, what I realized is they're one and the same. Mm. And this is how I would explain it. I'd love to share. Of course. In a nutshell, everything in our life has a relationship. We have a relationship with our body. We have a relationship with our thoughts. We have a relationship with people in our lives. We also have a relationship, and some people much deeper than others, some very surface, but we have a relationship with generally with something greater in the universe. Yeah. And some would call that God, mm-hmm. and some would call that Buddha, and some would call that energy. Uh, Just energy, energy. Yeah. yeah. And life force, mm-hmm. and chi. And yep. prana. And all those things, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And I began to see that as I was learning about the science behind healing, I then began to learn about the spirituality mm. um, around healing. Mm. And, and as you distill those down, what you come to realize is three fundamental principles that I, I use that are both spiritual and scientific in nature. Everything in the universe is energy. That's been scientifically proven. Right, yes. But it's been spiritually known. Mm-hmm. Everything is energy. Yeah. What, and energy, you know, so your body is energy. Joanne, the sound waves traveling between China and Austin, Texas, that's energy. The powerful energy right now. <laughs> yeah, you're so sweet. You're so from Texas. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. So think about the energy that's being transmuted between you know, two different countries in this moment. Mm. And that's an energy that is unseen, right? We can hear it. We can't see it. Right. We can see our bodies. 
we can see our computer screens. We can't see the sound waves, but guess what else is energy that's ours? Yeah. Our thoughts. Our thoughts. Our every thought. We tell ourselves. Yes, our every emotion. Our every thought, our every emotion, our every memory, our every trauma, all of that is also energy that we can't see, but we know exists. You know, we know that when we're sad, we feel it. We feel yeah. it in our, our, our body feels dense. It feels heavy. Physiologically, we respond to that emotion of sadness. Absolutely. Um, on the flip side, our blood chemistry and our physiology change almost instantaneously, as does our neurophysiology, mm. as soon as that emotion shifts from sadness to joy. Mm. And, you know, when, you, when they draw blood and they, they look at it, it's completely different in a different emotional state. Yes, I learned that recently. I never knew that. My goodness, that is so powerful. It is powerful because what it tells you, and so this is so, so important to me and to all of the listeners, mm -hmm. is part of this process is about reclaiming our power. Mm. Just like you said earlier, I don't know if we're talking about awakening or reawakening, whatever the semantics are. Mm -hmm. And I love that you even acknowledge the difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel that we're reclaiming our power. I feel that we are reawakening to what we already know. Mm. I feel that we are remembering everything that our spirit and our soul already know that has been forgotten over lifetimes and generations. So the first principle is that everything is energy. And I don't want to bore everybody with a lot of science, mm. but I do want people to feel inspired by the foundation. Yeah. That if everything, so everything's energy. Our thoughts are energy, our emotion is energy. So, Chanel, what does that mean? I don't even understand energy. Okay. Yeah. Well, principle two is that all energy has a vibration. Mm, which can you be felt. Know, right? And this vibration, it can be felt. Is that correct? You can feel Absolutely. It. So, what does the vibration of sadness feel like in your body? Dense heavy, sluggish? Do you feel like jumping out of bed when you're sad or depressed or in grief? Or do you feel like just staying immobile? Yeah, it's kind of like when, when we go out in nature, when it, we, feel, we feel down, we go into nature, all of a sudden we feel a bit, our spirits are uplifted, our energy levels are a bit, a bit higher. Is, is it because of the energy in the plants? That is, is that what that is, the, the whole idea yes. of nature? Yes. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're meeting a different vibration in nature than sits in your physiology at that moment, which might be grief or sadness. And so low vibratory energies, frequent, you know, low vibrations, like things that make you feel sluggish or slow could be thoughts such as, so let's talk about female entrepreneurs. Yes. A thought that will create a low vibration could sound like this. God, you know what? It's just way too difficult for women to start businesses. Mm. Or we have such a disadvantage. Well, all of a sudden that makes us drop our head. Our shoulders kind of fall instead of us standing tall. Mm. Um, so that vibration 
changes not just our body, but it changes our relationship to everything in our life. Mm. And so remember, everything in our life is a relationship with something. Okay. And that's actually the definition of spirituality. Spirituality is our relationship to ourself, to the universe, to that greater intelligence or power in the universe. That's what spirituality really is. And our relationship with everything around us. Yeah. Like I personally, I personally can, um, I, I actually, I always say I'm sensitive to other people's energies, but by that, what I mean is if I'm in a crowd of people, I, I, I sort of feel who I will vibe with, so to speak, and who I'll connect with. And I, I can almost feel it in my body that this person is a low energy. They were operating at a low vibration. And I'm usually correct because I start talking to that person and then I hear the negative comments or I hear, you know, whatever the things that they're saying that are very, just not positive things, very negative things. But I actually feel that even before they speak. And I think a lot of people do as well. But they, yes. they ignore Abs- it. They ignore it. Absolutely. And so this is one piece of reclaiming our power, which is that we literally are antennas. Mm. We, are, we are electromagnetic antennas. Mm. And we can pick up, well, the beauty of that is that we, that, that's what intuition is. That's yeah. what our gut feeling is. That's what, what, what it, when people say, oh, Chanel, are you psychic? And I'll say, you know, I don't like to call myself psychic. What I'd like to say is that I have cleared up enough layers within myself, veils, illusions, um, negative emotions, negative thought forms, that I've kind of opened a pathway up that's even bigger, brighter, um, more accessible that allows us to access our intuition, which we all have. So you're highly, you're operating at a very high intuitive level. You're really tuned in. Yeah. Yes, as are you, as are you, Joanne, because if you're sensing somebody's negative energy field. Oh, yeah. I do. Yes. All the time. All exactly. the time. But I, I, I find it a bit scary at times. It can be a bit draining because you're walking, and this is why, even though I think I'm an introvert, because I go out and I can talk to people and I could be the life of the party fine. But when I'm done, I literally feel drained and I have to go back in my little hole and I just have to be by myself for a few days and process my thoughts. Like for example, coming back from West, the conference, yes, something like that. I feel literally drained. And I think that's because of this, like maybe it's the intuition, just feeling different energies or whatnot. So I, sometimes I think it's a bit scary. It can be a bit draining. I don't know. You know, it's interesting. I love that you're bringing this up because I bet there's a lot of listeners who are also on their path of reawakening Mm. because of course, if they're looking to start new businesses, they are looking to change, transform their life. Definitely. And when you're changing and transforming your life, you're absolutely in evolution Mm. and spiritual evolution, soul evolution, human evolution. We're evolving constantly. Yeah. And so you're, um, very spot on about how initially as we reawaken, it can feel scary and it can feel draining. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All the time. But I will say to you yeah. that it gets better and better as you keep going, where you can learn to hold that energy space for yourself. Yeah. 
And yes, you can sense what somebody else is experiencing, but you don't have to take it on yourself or you don't have to deplete yourself. So it's a process. It's a process. And so, yeah, so I would encourage anybody. <laughs> but also what it, what it's helped me with is becoming more discerning because I think because I didn't always tap into that, I wasn't, I didn't have discernment. So it's like, I would just let anyone come into my life because I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that energy, but now that I feel it and I, and I know it's there, it's like, okay, I kind of know I got to keep some distance here or, you know, cause it's, it, 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 you've got to be discerning with, with people generally, if you want to maintain a, a high level of, of energy or vibration or whatnot. So it is helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, it is. It really is. Discernment is an absolute gift. Um, yeah, for sure. So yes, that's wonderful. And all of all of your listeners, yes, we would we would really invite all of you to you know know that you have an incredible intuitive power. Know that you have everything that it takes to create a successful business, yes. a happy life, a healthy body, that this lies within you. It's an intelligence. So if we come back to principle two. So principle one is everything is energy. Everything we see, everything we touch, and everything we don't see, including our thoughts and our emotions. Then we said that everything that's energy has a vibration. And, And you and I just chatted a little bit about that and how important the different vibrations are. So the vibration of fear, the vibration of grief, the vibration of doubt are going to be very different than the vibration of trust the vibration of knowingness, the vibration of, of that belief that anything is possible. It's so different. The vibration is so different. And so everything's energy. All energy has a vibratory frequency. But here's the most important piece. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be, the most operative word, transformed transformed okay or changed from one state to another why is that so important it's so important joanne because guess what if everything's energy and energy can only be transformed that gives every single one of us tremendous hope yeah because everything our thoughts our energy our body is energy our bank account is energy our 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 um, thriving new business is energy but because everything is energy and energy can be transformed and that's the only thing it really can do we are left with nothing but possibility i've read somewhere that money is energy someone said it that is energy. Yeah. yes yeah. money is energy everything is energy and energy can be transformed and that provides hope that provides possibility so coming from the scientific perspective, you know, I could, and I don't want to, again, belabor this, we could talk about how our nervous system works, how the brain works, how we learn behaviors and patterns, and how we can transform and shift those in the body. But then from a spiritual perspective, we can look at what are the thoughts that I have around my body, around my business? What are the emotions that I'm carrying around my business, around my life, around my relationship? Am I, am I truly honoring these feelings? Am I paying attention? Am I paying attention to my thoughts? Now, if everything in the universe is energy and energy can change, 
and it does, then what I would say is I invite every single one of you to say yes to the power that you have within you to create the miracles that you want in your life. Mm. And the miracles can be as simple as a parking spot, Mm. you know, like parking karma, Mm -hmm. or the miracles can be, you know, a multi-million dollar business that is changing lives worldwide. Whatever the miracle is that you want to create or miracles, you must first begin with an understanding that you have the power to create them. Mm. If you don't have that fundamental belief ingrained in us, and it's not ingrained. In fact, think about it. What does Big Pharma say to us? That we need Pharma. We need to take all these medicating drugs and constantly be medicated in order to feel good or to be better. <laughs> Correct. That we don't have power, that the drug has the power, not us. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm not against the medical system. It has its place. And I'm not here to, you know, diagnose, treat, etc. in that, from that perspective, but I am here to remind everybody through inspiration, through real life stories, that anything is possible and that we have more power than we know. And it's time for us to align with that power. Yeah. And so, of course, since, you know, you're the audience that we're speaking to, because we want, I want to be able to offer something that will inspire and will change somebody's life, hopefully, that's listening. And as female entrepreneurs, you know, in, in, you know, worldwide, female entrepreneurs worldwide face a lot of um, opportunities, yet they've come with a lot of old baggage. Yeah. Yeah. And the first belief system that I would invite all of you to take a deep breath, if you're listening, when they're listening, take a deep breath and close your eyes. And listen to what I'm saying and be willing to accept the possibility. I do not want you to follow me blindly because that would be no different than blind faith religion. Yeah. We don't want blind faith spirituality. We don't want blind faith science. We want people to say, hey, that sounds like it's got some foundational support. Hmm. Maybe that is possible. Maybe what Chanel is saying is possible that we own the power. We have the power to change our lives, our relationships, our health, our bank account, our business, anything. How do we do it? That's the question. How do we do it? Okay, so the first important statement with our eyes closed and a nice deep breath is to drop into our heart and say, okay, yes, I'm willing to say, even though let's say some of the listeners may be challenged, they might be saying, wait a minute, what do you mean this, that I have power? My business is struggling. My health is failing me. My relationships are challenged. That feels powerless. Right. That feels helpless. And I hear all of you and I hear all of these comments and these statements. And I can say, I understand. Mm. 
all of us really understand because all of us have experienced these challenges in our life in some way, shape, or form, big or small. Mm -hmm. But if all we can do is remember that there is a science and a spirituality behind transforming our lives, our businesses, our bank accounts, and our health, and that this is very possible, that we begin bit by bit by changing the limiting beliefs that we hold within ourselves. So Joanne, I'd love to just ask you, Yes, yes. What, what limiting belief do you feel that either you or the females in your family before you mm. or the females in the culture around you, what limiting beliefs around successful business mm-hmm. might you have mm-hmm. come across either personally or professionally? Oh, wow. Just in terms of- what might be um, some limiting beliefs? Um, that. Um, Simply put, they can't build a really big and successful business, that they have to be limited to solopreneurs or that they're never going to get funding. They can't scale up. I hear that a lot. Um, Or that, oh, you know, just the fact, just by the simple virtue of being female, it means that my business is going to fail because no one's going to take me seriously. I've heard those things a lot that I have to be, oh, here's a popular one that I have to be like a man in order to do well at business that I can't, I I always have to operate in my masculine energy. I can't Mm -hmm. operate in my feminine energy because then no one's going to take me seriously. Those are a few of the things that I, that I've heard or that, you know, who do you think you are? Why do you think you're going to be successful at a business? You know, no one's in your family has ever owned a business or, you know, why, why do you think you can do that? I've heard that as well. So, yeah. Fantastic. And and (laughs) every single one of those is a powerhouse of a, of a limiting belief that can not only hold us back, but literally stop us in our tracks. Oh yeah. So that limiting belief is a thought form. All of those are just thoughts. Okay, and remember now, energy can be transformed. So let's let's take the the listeners on a on a little journey. How does that sound? Just so they can touch and feel what it would feel like to shift a belief system or to shift an emotion. Would you like to do that? Is that this is yes, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we clearly we want to make things tangible and experiential so that people can go from information to transformation. It's a, it's part of my practice. I believe very firmly that I have a lot to share in terms of information, but information just is information. And to change our life, we have to go through transformation. Otherwise it's just data. Yeah. And so let's take this moment and let's take one of those limiting beliefs. And I just, I just think that so many of the ones you shared were perfect. Uh, let's take one about how difficult it is to be a woman and be successful in a business, you know, not taken seriously. Yeah. has to play the role as a man mm. in order to be seen as valuable yes. or, you know, taken um, as credible. And so let's just, I'd invite all of the listeners to close your eyes. And this is just one example. You'll know as you go into this process, you'll begin to see some of your own limiting beliefs 
if you're willing to say, I want to look within. And when I look within, I get to go into my inner world and I get to change those parts of me that are keeping me limited. The world outside of me is not limiting me. I am limiting me. Mm. Now, the world outside of me may have influenced me into those belief systems, whether it was my parents, whether it was my ancestors, whether it was um, a teacher in school, whether it's my mentor, whether it's, doesn't matter who, um, you know, another entrepreneur alongside me. But all of these um, limiting beliefs, if you will, and then remember with every limiting belief come emotions. We generally just don't get sad or just don't get depressed or we just don't get fearful. There's usually a thought that precedes triggered, triggered somewhere, right? Correct. Yeah. So with every thought form, generally there are associated emotions. So while we're chatting before we do the experiential process of transformation, you, with this belief system that we talked about with how hard it is for women to become successful entrepreneurs because they're not valued like men are, it's too difficult. Um, what emotions do you think those women experience? What are some of the vibratory emotions? Oh, definitely fear. A lot of fear yes. around that. Um, probably a lot of anxiety, insecurity, doubt. Perfect. Um, shame. I think shame. Shame. Ashamed of being female. Ashamed oh. of being feminine. Oh yeah, all of that. And what do we do when we're ashamed? Do we step out into the world, or do we, we want hide. to hide? We hide. We hide. Okay. Yes. So perfect. Let's just take one emotion of shame, for perfect. example. Okay. Okay. And and the reason is I want to make it easy for people, but know that. Every emotion you mentioned could and probably is wrapped up in that thought form. Mm. And so what we have to realize is that these emotions that carry a lower vibration, shame is a very low vibration. It doesn't make us want to move. It doesn't make us want to be seen for sure mm. or heard. So these, these emotions, these vibrations that seem to come alongside thought forms will slow us down. Now, another very important piece, and I apologize, but I, I feel like I really want to share this. I know that many of us have heard this in so many different ways. And so I'm going to say it in different ways so that it can touch different people in different parts of the world differently. We've heard about mirroring as in a mirror. You know, people say, he's holding a mirror for you. And, and I never understood this years ago. Now I see the power in it. Mm. So what does that mirror mean? So since everything in the universe is energy, including our body, it's just energy. And it distills down into these little quantum packets of energy, mm. data. And, and if everything is energy and we are looking at, um, you know, what it is within us that's creating these challenges. So 
I'm challenged because society doesn't like female entrepreneurs. Oh, are you kidding? Society is desperately waiting for female entrepreneurs. Right. Humanity is in need of a rebalance. Um, and so these, these uh, thoughts, these emotions, these incorrect belief systems that keep us limited, keep us stuck, are the very things that we are, we would rather blame the world outside of us. We would rather point our finger outside. We would rather say society doesn't accept female entrepreneurs or men have made the workforce so difficult for us. Right. Well, when I say that, Joanne, do you feel that that feels empowered or empowering or does that feel disempowering when I say society doesn't accept female entrepreneurs? Does that feel like I'm in my power or out of my power? It sounds like you're trapped and definitely out of your power. Absolutely. So the greatest power we have is to say that what I have in my life right now is what I have created. Mm. I have manifested this, whether it's a challenge in your business, relationship or health, whatever it is, I have created this. If I have created this, then guess what? I can recreate it. But if everything outside of me has created my challenges, I'm helpless, I'm powerless, and I'm going to remain stuck. Mm. Everything outside of us, as in that investor is a jerk, he doesn't like women, that, um, you know, that business is, you know, male-dominated, uh, you know, everything that we decide to, to say is outside of us limits our power. But as soon as we say, I wonder what it is within me that I can change that will allow me to move forward with this business, that will allow my body to heal, that will allow me to be in a loving relationship. Mm. If I'm willing to look within me and change something inside of me, now am, am I in my power or am I out of my power? Now you're in your power, definitely. Absolutely, because we have the power to change ourselves. You're looking within, yeah. Yes, so we're looking within. So our inner world of thoughts and emotions is then reflected in our outer world. It's like a mirror or a reflection. So if there is a challenge in your business, if there is a challenge in your relationship or a challenge in your health, the first, most important, and truly only place to look is inside of you. Mm. And when we do that, Joanne, our life begins to change so positively. Mm. Is it always easy to look within and look at the darkness within ourselves, the our inner demons, our negative thoughts, our stuffed away negative emotions? Is that easy always? No. Mm. Is it liberating? Absolutely. Will it create an opportunity for health, wealth, love, joy, success, 100% possible. Mm. So 
while we're looking at everything being energy, while we're recognizing that all energy has a vibration. So pay attention to your thoughts. The thought that I can do anything has a very moving vibratory energy. Yeah. The thought that I can't make this work, I'm never going to get better, it's never going to work, that is low vibration. And we remember that we have the power to change energy. Yes. And so that's what we're now about to do. So let's, so the, the other piece that was important here in our, in this um, discussion is that our inner world is what creates our outer world. So if I spend time working on my outer world only, as in I am going to spend eight hours a day, 10 hours a day working on my business, and I am going to send out a thousand emails today, and I am going to write 10 goals, and I am going to contact three investors, and I'm going to, okay, you get the point. If I spend 100% of my time on the outside business, and I don't spend any time on my personal development. Will my business continue to grow? Yes, possibly, but slowly. Yeah, definitely. Not at the potential that it, that it can. Correct. Change your inner world and you will all of a sudden realize that what you create in your life is now the reflection of new thoughts and new emotions and new processes that all of a sudden take perhaps much of the struggle out and replace it with ease. Mm. So to all of the listeners, success is an inside out job. Start inside yourself and then work outside. What that means is I don't have to spend 10 hours a day working in, internally, but I might spend an hour each day or half an hour or three hours a week or one day a week or something that's set aside for my personal development. What are my emotions? What am I feeling? What are my thoughts around my business? What's going on inside of me that I have the power to change today? Mm, wow. Okay. Yes. So do you have any, do you have any questions, Joanna? Would you like to share anything with the listeners before we begin this um, kind of inward journey? No, other than pay close attention. <laughs> ah, brilliant. No, I love it. This is great. No, not at all. I love it. Okay. So without spending too much time on the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, I'm going to invite the listeners to just for this purpose, trust me that the subconscious mind works much faster, um, like 50,000 times faster than the conscious mind. The conscious mind is the one that says, okay, I'm going to send an email, and then I'm going to um, make a phone call. That's my conscious mind. And it, it works. It works beautifully. But the subconscious mind is the one that's running hundreds and thousands of reactions in your body without you even doing anything. And that subconscious part of you works literally, like some people might suggest 50,000 times faster than the conscious mind. So when we're doing transformative work, do I keep people in their conscious thinking mind or do I help people to move into their 
subconscious, heart-centered, spiritual sense of themselves place where it's, we're in kind of these alpha, theta, relaxed state. The brain waves are very slow. That is where we want to be when we're talking about making bigger changes fast. If when you read that bio, that there's a beautiful sentence in there I, I really love, and it's that when you combine science and spirituality mm. and you do your personal and your professional work and you use all of these principles, what we're really doing is saying that we're accelerating our transformation because it's faster when you do it using the subconscious mind, much faster than our thinking mind. Mm. And I mean, think about it. When you're walking across the room, right. is that your conscious mind at work or is that your subconscious mind holding the memory of how to walk? Oh, I, I guess subconscious mind because exactly because the conscious mind would sound like this when you go to walk you know what your conscious mind would sound like it would sound like okay i got to move my right leg forward i got to strike my heel first okay then my left knee is going to bend and now i'm going to bring my left leg forward i'm going to heel strike and then i'm going to put my weight forward okay that's the conscious thinking mind okay the subconscious just does it like this like with the snap of a finger it just does it so the subconscious mind is where we want to go in order to make these changes quicker, faster, deeper, and more permanent. So without going into details of what all is the subconscious mind and how do we all get there, what I will say is that I'm going to show you one way to get there okay. right now. Okay. All right? Okay. So here we go. A nice deep breath. We're going to close the eyes. Okay. And when we close our eyes, what we are doing is that we are stepping out of the physical world, the world outside of us, and we're using our vision with our eyes closed to look inside. Mm, using your vision. Uh huh. Okay. So our eyes are closed, but we're using our vision. So in one of my meditations, I had years ago had asked for insight around this. And what I understood is that when you close your eyes, you're finally using your vision, which is created 360 degrees. Um. But we only use it in our waking state when we're looking straight ahead or off to the side because we're always looking outside of ourselves for everything. Right, right. And now right. we're gonna use God-given, universal-given intelligence of this vision to look within ourselves. So as everyone closes their eyes, you begin to take some nice, slow, deep breaths, and you hold a clear intention to quiet the mind and relax the body. And the more you do this, your body has a muscle memory that will take you into the zone quickly, easily, like with the snap of fingers. Mm. Initially, it may be that the mind wanders, and that's okay. Yeah. But we close our eyes, 
we begin to slow down our breathing. We quiet the mind and we quiet the body. And then we allow whatever that piece is that we were understanding, that, that illusion, that misbelief, that, that to be a female entrepreneur in, entrepreneur in this world is way too difficult. In this world, business world created by men, for men, that this is way too difficult. No one no one, me, no one values me, it's not going to go anywhere, etc. Et exactly. And I'm so ashamed of being a female and a woman, quote unquote, that has to look lesser than her male counterpart. So shame is the emotion. So I invite all of the listeners to bring up to the surface that thought form and the emotion of shame that's associated with it maybe even frustration. Just allow that energy to come to the surface. It's just energy. Mm. And energy moves. Energy is in constant motion. Energy is never stationary. Mm. So invite this to come up right now with your eyes closed, your body relaxed. Take a deep breath and shine light upon it and Mm. say, I see you. Take a deep breath again and truly from your heart be willing to release this from your being right now. You see, you cannot clean up anything that you can't see. But what you can see, you can heal. What you can understand, you can heal. So we are understanding this limitation that was existing inside of us. We are understanding perhaps the shame that goes with it. And And we shine the root causes of it, right? Sort of um, what people tell us, what our friends tell us, what our parents tell us, things you hear, things you adore. Exactly. All of these You know, in fact, there's a staggering statistic that 98% of our thoughts are not our own. They were implanted from generations past and then from this lifetime, especially from conception up to about age seven or eight. Those formative years where we observed our parents, perhaps they were struggling with their business. Perhaps they were afraid to lose money So they never made money because they were afraid to lose it. But what we're doing right now is we're entering that deep, relaxed, subconscious state. And in that deep, relaxed, subconscious state, we allow the energy to come to the surface. We allow the emotion to be recognized, acknowledged, no longer buried deep. Because when it's up at the surface, we get to do something with it. So what I want you all to do now is to feel that energy being lifted away from you, that belief that it's too difficult to be a female entrepreneur in a male-run world, and that there's so much shame, frustration. Take a deep breath and release this into the universe. It's just energy. And you know... Just that a thought. He, just a thought, isn't it? It's not real. It, it's just a thought. 
and it's just an emotion. And you're going to replace that now with something new in this subconscious, quiet, beautiful, heart-centered space. The thinking mind where the ego lives will try to kick it out. It'll say, "Uh uh-uh, are you kidding? I know how hard it is. I've been there. I've done it. It's so hard. Yeah. That's what the conscious mind will want to do. But as we stay in this beautiful heart-centered space where we're relaxed, where our eyes are closed and we're saying, I'm not interested in the world outside of me right now. I'm only interested in the world inside of me. And there is a world inside of us. And in that world, I'm willing to release this emotion of shame I'm willing to allow that thought to be replaced. And so in this quiet place, I would invite all of you to accept something greater right now. So what would happen if I were to say that what is true is that men and women are no different? Oh. We, we are all at a soul level, the same. The only real difference between a man and a woman is just their physical vehicle that they're in. It's the body that they live in. Everything else is the same. The body that a woman lives in, that vehicle has a more feminine look. It would be kind of like a a really sexy, let's call it a sexy sports car that's got a beautiful color, but it's sexy and sporty and, and beautiful versus like a pickup truck, which might be big, huge, powerful, strong. But in that... There is, oh, I apologize for the phone ringing. That's fine. That's fine. So in this space, when we have um, a new thought form that wants to come in, which is what really is different? Mm. I'm, I'm seeing men as capable differently than myself, but that's just his physical vehicle that looks different. All of the inner workings are the same. My ability to create a successful business isn't limited by society. It's limited by my belief system. Stop giving society the power to ruin your life. The power to create what you want comes because you believe that you can do it. And you have everything that it takes. Just like a woman's body, her vehicle is different in that it has breasts that can nurture a baby. It has, yeah. you know, a pelvis or that can carry, you know, an inf- a, a, a fetus uh-huh. and bring life um, onto this earth. But everything else is the same. Uh. And we have to stop looking at the shell. It's like the car. It's just the shell. But the engine inside could be the exact same. 
And so our ability to create a successful business is limited not by men and not by society. But and by I know by ourselves. By ourselves. Now people will there are women that will say, Are you kidding me? My boss is such a jerk and he's it's him. He's the one that's holding me back. Right. And, and I do get I'm a thought leader. I'm a change agent. I'm going to push the envelope because I believe that we continue to limit ourselves. And so Yes, it might be true that that gentleman is in his ego. But do you remember what I said earlier is that our inner world becomes the reflection into our outer world? Yes, yes. And that Well, that's so true. So true. Well, then guess what? Then we have to stop when we have a man that's looking at us and being quote unquote egotistical in his position as boss. We could point our finger and blame him, or we can turn it around and look within ourselves. And we can say, wait a minute, what within me is attracting this aggressive behavior? Something in me energetically is creating a match. Yes. Energy is a match. Yep. That's something I personally have had to, uh, have had to learn and understand. Why is it that you're attracting certain people in your lives, whether it be men or women or situations or experiences and if it's if it's always negative then you kind of have to turn the finger to yourself and ask well what's going on here you know yes and we look within ourselves exactly so you look within yourself and all of a sudden possibilities begin to arise things begin to shift because the very thing that was limiting you was in you anyway so that's where you want to begin peeling away the layers mm. so this thought form is, wait a minute, this is my belief that probably came from my ancestors hundreds and thousands of years ago. Because at that time, when we were in, um, you know, in an age where, you know, we weren't in this high tech industry in this world where there's so much available to us, that women really did tend to the babies and the village and men really did run out and they were the warriors and they were the hunters and the protectors. Right. And those roles, that's not bad. That's not wrong. That was what was needed at that time in life. Right. We're in a different era now. And so we're just learning to drive this vehicle differently. So rather than sitting near the village and cooking food and tending to the babies, we can still do that, but we also can run a business. We have all that it takes. So we begin to change those thought forms, but doing it when our mind is conscious and our eyes are wide open will not be nearly as impactful as if you do it when you're in a very deeply relaxed meditative state. And that's what I would encourage people to do. If you've got emotions that you're looking to transform, get into that state get into the relaxed state, and then transmute that from the shame, allow a, a sense of well-being, a sense of I am good enough, a real organic, natural feeling to arise within you because now what you're doing is you're replacing that vibration of shame with the vibration of I am good enough. or I can do this. 
and you sit with it and you feel it. Now, the key is, Joanne, that we have to feel it. When we actually feel it inside of ourselves with our eyes closed and we feel it in our body and in our spirit and our soul and in our heart, we know that we've actually just gone through a transformative change, an energetic change. And it will remain in that energy of the higher vibration until another energy comes in to change it. Okay. It doesn't, it won't just go away. So, so how, how do we know when we're on the right path? Is it when there's just a lot of good energy coming along and manifesting itself in different ways? Or that, yeah. yeah, that's a great question, Joanne. Um, when we feel things are flowing or in ease, Okay, we know that we have made progress. We know that we're on path. When we are struggling, when there is a pinch, a pain, whether it's a physical pain or an emotional pain, whether it's a challenge or a struggle, it's like no matter what I do, I'm not getting an email response from that company. It doesn't matter what I do. I don't know why they're not getting back to me. Well, Close your eyes, get quiet, and ask what within me is keeping that company from coming, from getting in touch with me? What within me? Oh. And then you just sit with it and you might realize like a crazy thought will come into your mind and you're like, oh my God, that's what it is. What if that thought is, you know, I can't stand the CEO of that company. But, but I know they've got money and I'm looking for money, but I can't stand him. Well, if you hate something or someone about a company, just know that vibrationally and energetically, you will push it away. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. So it's like some people will say, well, but I, they're the best ones to fund me, but I hate the guy at the top. Well, you probably aren't going to be very successful up against that company because you're pushing up against something you don't like that you hate and hate is a vibration which will draw more hate right more frustration so it's real important anytime you find a struggle in anything stop and ask hmm, i wonder what's inside of me that's bringing this up so you know that's 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 just at the tip of the iceberg of how easy it is to then really transform layer after layer within yourself. Um, It's fascinating how things will shift and all of a sudden opportunities will arise and someone will knock at your door or an email will show up because you've done your inner work. So I always say to be professionally successful, be personally successful. Be personally successful. Invest in yourself. Invest time. Invest love. Invest care in yourself. Your thoughts and your, and your emotions create your physical reality. Aren't they important then? So important. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. This is quite a conversation. We can go on and on and on. But before we um, start wrapping up, I want to ask you, what, what message do you have for the skeptics? 
because there are people who, women rather, listening into this, and maybe some guys too, who are thinking, mm, okay, Chanel is obviously extremely talented. This is her area of expertise. She knows what she's talking about. But mm, I don't buy it. What do you have to say to them? Ah, great question. Yeah. Um, it's a great question. And I would say, when you're ready to touch success, mm. when you're ready to touch success without such struggle, mm. and success could be health, wealth, business, love, joy, doesn't matter what your success is that you're looking for. When you're ready for that, you will be willing yes. to open up to possibilities. Mm. When you are looking for excuses, any one of us, me included, if I'm looking for an excuse, I will find skepticism. It's easy. When I'm looking for a solution, mm. I will say, you know what? Whether I believe it or not, if I'm stuck, I'm willing to try it. Okay. I'm just willing to try it. I'm willing, you know, it's founded in science. Okay, let's say I put, a, put aside the whole concept of spirituality. Fine. Yeah. But, but science is still all about the quantum field of energy and consciousness. It is. So I would say that that's what is key, is when you're looking for the solution, you're going to be willing to drop skepticism. Right. So you, you have to be in a certain frame of mind. You've got to be willing and interested and keen to want to actually get to the root of the problem. And once you are, you won't be a skeptic. That's essentially what you're saying. Yes. And I don't want anybody to believe anything I say. I want them to experience it. Definitely. Definitely. I want them to experience it. And, you know, I do, um, I would love to offer a couple gifts um, yeah, we love to gifts. the listeners. Is yeah. that okay? Of course, we love gifts. Okay. So, a little bit of what we talked about is in my ebook, which is a complimentary gift on my website to anyone who is willing. And it's got there's, you know, it's short, sweet. It's got um, some exercises. It's just enough to give you a written kind of, you know, what we talked about, but in maybe more detail um, background. And so there's a free downloadable email, I mean, ebook on my website. And my website is my full name, mm-hmm. www. Um, Dot com and I don't know Joanne if you'll have that written somewhere. Would you like me to spell it out? Of course. Ah, uh, yes. You can definitely spell it out, but we'll have all of this on the website as well. So folks, okay. go to the website to see all of your contact details. They will post it there too. Fantastic. And I will just spell it just so that they can jot it down if they don't want to take another step. But it's S H E N, like in Nancy A L, last name A R I. M, like in Mary, I-L-L-I, dot com. So ChanelRMillie.com is the website. Go get your free ebook. Um, begin making baby step changes or big changes, whatever you're ready for. My second gift that I would love to offer is a complimentary connection session where I will give golden nuggets of wisdom um, using my processes, my tools, and intuition. 
to help somebody that might be stuck somewhere with their business or with any aspect of their life, I work um, worldwide over the phone or Skype. So easy, easy, easy. It's complimentary. You will gain some wisdom, nuggets of wisdom that might propel you forward. So I would love to offer that. My, my goal is to touch as many lives as I can, empower as many people as I can, and inspire the world to be a better world. Um, and so I offer both of those gifts that are completely free. Thank you so and, much. Yep. Yeah, and the very last piece is, if there is a listener that ends up signing up with any of my packages that I offer after the complimentary connection session and they remind me that they listened to this podcast, I will honor a um, percent discount off of the entire package. So they just have to remind me that, or, or let me know that they are coming through this, this um, platform that you have so graciously shared with the world. Oh, thank you so much. And this was such a delightful and just a, a conversation filled with so much depth. I can listen to you and we can go on and on and on and on because it's, it's, really, it's really incredible how you've combined all of these different elements of science and, and spirituality to create something. And I think what it is is that it's so easy to understand the way you explain it. I think a lot of the times um, science and spirituality can be very idealistic and lofty and perhaps a little bit too intellectual and people can be turned off by it, by both. And so your approach is actually very refreshing. Wonderful. Wow. Thank you, Joanne. That is um, always lovely to hear. Oh, it's true. Mm. It's true. Not everyone is, um, is able to kind of speak on layman's terms um, when you've got so much scientific and spiritual knowledge. I think it could be a very difficult thing um, to do, especially for our audience. You know, these are all our listeners are all women, early stage female entrepreneurs all over the world, mainly developing economies. And at this stage in business, you're, you're still trying to figure things out. Um, you're still making a lot of changes and you may not even realize that there are things happening in your personal life that are affecting your business life and vice versa. So, absolutely. Um, yeah. absolutely. So what, um, sorry, oh, sorry. I was, um, I, I really, I know that we've probably run over in time and so I don't want to take extra time, but okay. this, this, I think you and I chatted about this um, earlier, but it would be so nice for them to maybe even hear just one example of, of how success can happen so fast as you begin to peel away some of the layers inside. Yeah. Um, do we have about one or two minutes to share of that? Course, or? Of course, okay. yes, please do share. Okay, so I've, um, I've been working with a, a young gentleman um, in his late 20s, an African-American gentleman, who was laid off from New York Wall Street um, with a very prominent position uh, in that industry. And when he was laid off in his late 20s, he began to really feel the pinch and the struggle of the finances because he hadn't been around in life long enough to build up a big nest egg. So he, to make ends meet, he had to become an Uber driver. Mm. And uh, was really struggling financially, wanted to, instead of go back to corporate America, wanted to become an entrepreneur, just like our listeners, yeah. um, or your listeners, Joanne. And so 
he wanted to be an entrepreneur, but he was really, really struggling. And so he ended up um, reaching out. He worked with me on a three-month package. And within the first three weeks or so, he was able to quit his Uber job. Within the first six weeks, he was actually able to close on an apartment complex that he had been trying to close on for a year. Mm. He closed on it within those six weeks or so. Because we began to peel away some of the, the limitations and emotional baggage that he had been carrying mm. um, about his African-American roots, um, his, the generations before him and how they struggled and their mentality was a mentality of not just lack, but lack of deservedness. Mm. So it wasn't just financial lack, but that, just a lack of deserving joy and deserving success. And so as he began to bring all of this into the light and see it, it's been phenomenal. And now he's in a one-year program with me in the mentorship program. And he's purchased uh, two bed and breakfasts in New Orleans, Louisiana. And he's, he's got a hospitality contract with a boutique hotel in California. I mean, It's just phenomenal to watch in such a short time what can happen when you begin to look inside. It's just phenomenal. It really is. It really is. It is. I just really want people to just to know how possible it is for them to live their dream. And that's what we're, I guess that's what we're all here to do at the end of the day, you know, live our truth, live our dream. Um, live out our passions and our our purpose, and you can't do that if you're if you're blocked. Correct. Emotionally, yeah, spiritually, physically, what have you. Well, thank you so much, Chanel. This has been such an enlightening conversation. And what parting words do you have for our listening audience today? Okay. Um... Anything is possible. Believe it first and you will see it happen in your life. Believe it first. Believe in your successful business. Believe in your health. Believe that you have the power to change. Believe first and you will see it show up in your life. So make it something that you believe in and then it will show up. Yeah. You know, we always, the old, the old saying was, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. I'll believe it and when this I is right. I'll believe it when I see it. And I'm saying, no, believe it first. And then you will see it because that's what the Wright brothers did when they put airplane, an airplane up in the sky. They didn't see the airplane first. They had a thought first. They believed that it was possible. And then they created the airplane. Yeah. So believe it and know that it will show up. It will happen, but you you have to stay steadfast in your belief. It's a vibration. Perfect. Perfect. And Joanne, I would like to thank you because when I met you, I too saw a woman making waves in the world, positive changes and an impact. And, you know, your journey your story, your successes, and your service to humanity 
ought to be acknowledged. And so I, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to you as well. Well, thank you for that. That's, it's nice to be appreciated. And my journey still is still happening. And I think for me, I think life is a series of, of journeys. So I think it never ends. It just keeps going and it evolves and it matures and it strengthens and deepens, but it never ends. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. So before we close out, where can our listeners find you? Um, I know you gave us the website already, but do you want to share an email address? Do you want to share maybe something that you're looking for? Maybe you're you're looking for collaborators or partners for a specific, specific project or anything that you need and how can people reach out to you? Yes. Um, how wonderful. So for those that are in the U S I do have a um, toll free number, but uh, I don't know that I have to share that in this moment, but what I would do, all of it's on my website at Chanel And my email ID is just as easy. It's Chanel at ChanelRMLE.com. And so um, I would absolutely love to hear from any and all of your listeners. I would love to offer that connection session, which will hopefully provide opportunities for people to move forward in their life. That would be my goal. And in terms of what am I looking for? Um, really looking for people to wake up because I really feel that part of why science and spirituality have come together at this time in our lives is because humanity, the world, um, consciousness, everything is shifting at such an accelerated pace that we are all really being called to wake up. And so just looking for people who are with on that same mission you know they want to either wake up or help people to wake up and so i would be willing to hear from any and all of those people and um, yes absolutely and uh i would look forward to sharing my book i have an upcoming book Um, i'm the author of an upcoming book okay and it's called whispers from the universe and the power to co-create your miracles. Uh, the subtitle I'm still working through, but um, I've, I have a publisher and it hopefully will be out this fall. And so I'd love to pass that on to as many people, as many people as I can. Um, whispers from the universe. Mm. So. Whispers from the universe. That sounds great. I can't wait. Can't wait to read it. Can't wait to digest it. And thank you so much for all the work that you do this positive work, this well-needed work. We all need this. We all need someone like you in our lives, seriously. <laughs> and oh, what, thank you do, you. what you do is incredible and you are absolutely appreciated. And it was such an honor to have you on. And thank you for sharing your snippets of wisdom with us. Thank you. I am humbled and I am honored. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening in, um, I hope you were inspired. I hope you learned something. I learned a lot. I reflected a lot in just one simple conversation. And remember to take up Chanel on her offer and please visit her website and reach out if you, um, if you think you have some things you need to work through. And if you're ready, like she said, if you are ready to begin your own personal journey. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much.
right. much love, much light, and many blessings to you right. and all of the listeners. Thank you so much. And until next time, lovely rare ones, bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.